Uh, hey, how are you, Steve? I am great. I am doing very, very well. I'm doing very, very well. Good to see you. Let me, my lighting is off. Give me a second. Let me get the light together. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> there we go. Ah, there we go. And there we go. All right. And now I turn my do not disturb on. And I am ready. There we go. All right. Hi, how are you? Uh, yeah, no, I think now you can see me. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Um, I'm so happy that you have decided to do the interview with me today. And uh, I know I thought you were in Philadelphia, but I, but you are in Boston. Correct. Correct. Okay. Well, welcome to the welcome to the Neoliberal Round Podcast. This is usually an audio podcast. So, okay. um, but um, we sometimes we give a bonus by providing the audio, depending on the quality and so on and so forth. But um, I was so happy that you decided. I play tennis. I have my tennis racket with me here, as you can see me with my racket. Nice. And now uh, I was nice. <laughs> yes, I, this is the uh, this is the head Wilson. I don't know if you're familiar with this racket. Um, this is one of my rackets that I use, and this is the other one. You can see how beaten up they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, you can. Um, but um, today I want to I want to talk with you about um, I want to get to know you a little bit and get to know some more information about tennis Philly and the the tennis league network. I don't know if I might, I don't think I might be saying it correctly, but I want to know some more about that and your involvement. But um, but first, welcome to the Neoliberal Round podcast. We are seventy, we are one year old um, this week, and we are doing quite a, um, a number of shows. But we, I am, I live in Philadelphia, and we are so, and we are connected to what's going on in the cities and in Philadelphia and so on and so forth. But um, how is your day going, and um, what is your connection to to um, to the to tennis Philly. All right. All right. So today is a, for me, it's a, a big kickoff day. There's actually, I'm kicking off doubles leagues in uh, quite a few cities. Uh, so kicking off doubles leagues in New York City, uh, Denver, Seattle, and, and then several doubles leagues in like Baltimore. Uh, it didn't get kicked off. And so uh, yeah. those people uh, are, are, you know, uh, will get their money back. Um, the connection with Tennis Philly, uh, Tennis Philly uh, has been a, a pretty strong singles league, uh, singles flex league, um, in, you know, in your city for about 16 years now. Um, yes. and, and the the main product is to connect people of like skill level uh, in a division to go off and play. And, okay. um And so for 16 years, uh, and so, you know, Tennis Philly was the, the – the third um, location that was started, it was first Boston, then DC, and then Philadelphia. Um, and, you know, um, it, has, it has done well over the years. You have a lot of players who absolutely love uh, meeting up with uh, other people of their like skill level, of new potential right. friends. And, um, and uh, you know, it, as men, we like to compete. So uh, yeah. it's it's uh, it's a good platform to allow them to have a, an outlet to uh, compete, but compete fairly. Okay, and um, and uh, you, I see that you guys are celebrating seventeen years. Um, yeah. Is it Philly or is it 
the Tennis League Network. Tennis League Network. So, so the the staff that I have back here, um, we actually we actually manage all the cities. So there's uh, uh, approximately 50 cities in, in the in the whole program, and. Um, you know, 17 years ago, started in Boston. And then, you know, 16 years ago, we started in DC and Philadelphia. Um, so then, um, so yeah, been doing this for a while. Okay. And, um, and I know that you play some tennis yourself. And uh, I was looking at your pages and I saw that you were playing. You are, you are, you are a top, you're a competitor yourself. You are ranked high in the league. Well, it uh, looks like I've played 1,239 matches over the last 17 That's years. So, uh, my body's still mostly together, which is which is pretty good. Um, I, I actually am not the most active player in my league anymore. Uh, there's a, a couple players out in Los Angeles who have yeah, yeah. pristine tennis weather, they are able to play 12 months a year. Uh, they passed me and, and they're not looking back so. Okay, and um, so what's your ranking? I think you have some kind of ranking. I think I saw it. You're ranked number two now. Somebody's number one now. Uh, I, I'm I'm only a three five level player. That's that's all okay. I am. I'm just a I'm just a three five level player who <laughs> who, uh, who loves to get out there and and loves yes, to yes. Uh, loves to you know hit hard, but sometimes mm -hmm. makes way too many errors. And for persons who don't know this three five, I know. Um, tennis follows a rating to 2.0, 2.5, 3.0, 3.5, 4.0. I, I, I used to be a 4.5. I don't know if I'm 4.5 anymore. I'm 43 years old, but I got better. And then probably as, you, as I get older, you get not as powerful. But um, I'm a 4.5 sometimes. And on a bad day, I'm a 3.5, 3.7. Yeah. But um, yeah, so um, what? So tell me, I know you're ranked. So you said, when I asked about your rating, Tell me a little bit about rates for people who don't understand, don't understand tennis. What's this rating? If somebody asks you what's your rating, what's that about? It's 3.5. Okay. So I'll, I'll always give it in reference to the, my program, this program that's being run. You, um, you know, and a lot of people who find the various local leagues um, are a little bit new to tennis. Uh, not all of them, you know, you, you know, there's some four or five level players that come on and come on board yeah. and know how things are run. And, and if, if the city that I is running is big enough, they'll have a community that they can connect with. Um, but good. a lot of, a lot of new players, uh, everyone, every new player who hasn't played competitive matches, they think they're a four zero. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of foral players. Yeah, right. Yeah. Once they once they start to play real points, they come to realize that those errors they were making actually matters, <laughs> and yeah, they're right. not close. You know. Yeah, right. Um, You're right. Especially when you get into a competitive match where where you're like, well, I'm trying to beat you, you're trying to beat me, and and like say, I know your weakness is softballs to your backhand. Well, you're gonna yeah. get a lot of softballs to your backhand, you know, and and so it. it changes the dynamics a lot um in, in a roundabout way but um the yes. the best reference a a 3-0 a 2-5 slash 3-0 player uh you're in the lowest level um in in all the cities you're someone who um you can start the point with the serve uh you know you have the backhand you have the forehand but you know you, you have no consistency you're making a lot of errors um yes. so um you know, and then I actually, in most of the cities, I run a three-two-five league, which is not run in Phil uh, in USTA. Uh, right. The three 
the three two five league works out really really good for for the uh, bigger programs because it allows it allows the players who are slightly better than the three O's to have a new division and the players who are not three five to 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 uh, mingle in. And a lot right. of cities, a lot of cities, my three two three two five league is is kind of the biggest division. Um, yes. So and then three five is a is typically a player who. Um, uh, you know, maybe has a big serve, uh, yeah. you know, maybe doesn't hit the first serve in all the time. Uh, you know, uh, their backhand's consistent, you know, not all about making errors and, and, uh, maybe they're just not perfecting, you, you know, the, the difference between a three, five and a four Oh player is typically errors. Um, so, you know, a three, five player will, will make more errors, um, than, than a four O's now four O's you're, you're, you're your game's dialed in, you, you know, you, you, you probably have uh, the ability to serve and volley when you want. Uh, right. you, you probably have the ability to, you're going to hold your serve a lot more, you know? Yes. And, um, and then, and then, you know, it's, uh, um, 4-0 is fun, but you have to, you, not everyone's a 4-0, just as, as simple as that. That is true. That is true. You're right. That, that you're right. And um, my next question is, um, how did you get, well, what's the relationship between, the Tennis League Network and Tennis Philly. And um, did they start synonymously? Because I know that they're in various cities. Yeah. Various cities. So Tennis Philly is just a, a doing business as Tennis League Network, meaning it's just a, it's a subunit of, of the uh, overall um, the network. So um, with that, it's, it's, it's basically just another entity, a community of players that we're connecting through the system. Yes, and I know this season is one of your biggest season. There is a there is a league that's um, there's a tournament that's I think that started July twentieth. Okay. Um, that goes that's just, is that the summer league that you have started this? That's, I'm looking, that's, yeah, I'm looking now. So yeah, so in six days. Uh, so the, the main program is that singles flex league, which uh, right. is connecting you know players uh, to play singles matches against each other. Uh, yeah, that next one's going to start in six days. Um, and, 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 you know, in Philadelphia, we're mainly just running the singles flex league, um, yeah. doubles enrollment, uh, just never picked up. So, uh, so, you know, that happens. Yes. It's and, um, and what is the, and what's the, how popular is this, um, flex league? I've played in the flex league before as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, wasn't, um, I've played in the flex league. But I've been, I'm very busy, so I didn't have a lot of, I didn't go too far because I, I missed some of my matches. And then I think last day I suffered a major injury. So I, I played one match and didn't play anymore, but I played, but I plan to play this year. But um, so how is it going to, what's the response rate and so on as it relates to the Flex League? Yeah, so, so uh, I'm looking at the numbers and um, averaging about 125 players per season. Oh, nice! nice. Looking, That's good. You know, looking at the numbers, it looks like it's it's pretty steady. Even last year, uh, we're averaging about one one twenty five. Uh, okay. You know, actually, last fall was one sixty eight. So last fall was pretty large. Um, so uh, a decent number at at that level uh, at that number of players. Uh, I can run uh, a four five league, a four zero league, a three five league, a three two five league, a three zero league, and that's all men's. And then um, typically run two levels of women's, a, a three five and a three zero for women. 
Okay, and um, and and you are and you are doing a league in yeah, you do a league in Boston, in New York, in LA, and I think I've also played in the league in 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 New York as well. You have in as you said, New York, LA, major cities. Is there a particular reason why you are in some of these major cities? Well, um, the 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 product uh, has a niche. People like the product, so, yeah. so uh, it's very simple. If if you know people like the product uh, and they sign up and they participate, then the you know it. it in the world of tennis, you have um, several different major services. USTA is one service. Yes, uh, and I was, and thank you. I was going to ask you that. Yes. Yes, so and, you-, and, you know, and, and there's there's a couple smaller segments. There's usually a, a local league that's that's there right. that you're, you know. So, um, you know, in, in a lot of cities, doubles is the main way to play. Um, yeah. So, being a mainly a singles flex league, that's the niche. It's different. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, that's good. And um, in ter- and I did ask you in terms of uh, sports, te- what's going on in tennis in terms of the US, and how does your how does your program how does that support the development of tennis? Okay. <clears throat> so we we had this uh, this annoying little thing called COVID that came around. Yeah. And yes. um, it's this, this, you know, this virus, which is not, not nice. And, um, and, you know, a lot of people have had to change their lives based on it. And, and yes. it actually, in a roundabout way, in a weird way, it actually helped tennis out dramatically. Um, okay. Before COVID, tennis is, you could almost consider it, it was slightly a dying sport. And what, yeah. I, what I mean by that is participation had been just been steadily going down for, for 20 plus years. You can almost say back to the, the McEnroe and, and the Connors and, and uh, Sanford's days uh, and Agassi days. That was kind of the, the high point of tennis. Um, and then, you know, with COVID coming around and people not play, be able to play soccer leagues and basketball leagues and, and all these closer contact leagues, um, you had a lot of people say, well, I can play tennis. Uh, you know, I'm on either side of the net. We're, we're, we're further away. And so right. it, tennis in America has really, really grown dramatically since COVID. And uh, in, in all racket sports, actually. Um, pickleball is, is now, in, in a lot of locations, pickleball is legit. You know, it, it's... Uh, yes, it's, yes. It's <laughs> so, so, you know, how does it help? U.S. tennis, you have a lot of people now that have come back to the sport. A lot of people who, who maybe played it in high school and, um, you know, maybe played a little bit in college and, and played it as a kid, but then put it away for all these years. And, um, and now they've come back. And um, I've had lots of players write the one most wonderful thing, saying, I'm so happy I came back to tennis. You know, yes, yes. This, this sport is excellent. And, and it, it's a... It's a great sport, especially that as you get older, like as you get older yeah. playing basketball, your your ankles or knees or yeah. you know, you're, yeah. <laughs> you know, pulling fingers, you know. And, and so uh-huh. um, luckily with tennis, um, yeah, I mean, our you and I, our skills have gone down a bit, but, yes. you know, we can still play well. Just cross train a little bit more and. <laughs> You know, play a couple more matches, and you can get out there and and, and play well. So it's a tremendous sport, and I'm happy that's yeah. how we're talking. And you get to meet so many different people, get to um, connect with different people. And yes, there's I actually play. Sometimes I go by Albury um, in in Germantown, and there's a, a 78 year old gentleman that plays, and 
I am I am just amazed that he he practices his serve every morning and it's quite it's quite powerful. Yes. You know, and I just talk about basketball. So I was trying I mean it's a little I was trying to actually do this broadcast or this podcast at the basketball court, which is at the top of my block here in um in Germantown. I live in Germantown and um, there is a park and they have a huge park, beautiful park. And one great thing about Philadelphia and especially Germantown is parks are everywhere. But some of the communities only have basketball courts. And so, so I go to the basketball court and with my racket and I play and I hit on the wall. I hit on the wall, you know? Yeah. And so, but I noticed that when I hit, when I play, the, the the kids they come and they look and I um and I live where I live with is um uh, it's a mixed demographics but um I noticed that and I play at the basketball court I hit on the back I it's, maybe it's an abuse using tennis I go onto the basketball court and I hit on the wall and but people the ba- the boys that play go to the next side and then they would stop and watch and then I realized this is doing something for basketball because, I mean, sorry, for tennis students, the young people are coming, the parents are coming, the children are coming to say, hey, whoa, you play tennis? That's interesting. African-Americans play tennis? <laughs> I said, yes, we do. So, But I realized that um, as they come, as they watch me play, so what I start doing now, they become so interested, so I bring extra rackets, so I keep giving them rackets. That's now right. I only have about four rackets in my arsenal. But people are so as a way I'm developing I'm exposing tennis so sometimes I really go to the tennis court but I deliberately go to the basketball court by the park to hit so that to expose people to tennis and, and I give out rackets um, but I what, mean on, on, on the same on the same note if you if you look at Serena and Venus yeah and, and uh, if, if people can open their eyes uh, that uh, you know they they've really helped in Arthur Ashe obviously but they yes. help to to show people that um, you don't have to be you know any one uh, ethnicity to to play the sport yes. um, it's yes. a very it's a very athletic sport so uh, uh, you, yes. you know that actually should be fun for anyone because of the fact of oh. um, it's just the what you need to do sometimes to uh, to win the point yes and look at people like um, um, uh, what's his name again that just played against he brings basketball to the to the sport. Um, um, curious, in a sense, curious okay. brings basketball to the. But um, so, so, so I was going to ask you that question in terms of the demographics, in terms of how what what is the response rate um, in terms of do you find a lot of African Americans and um, and Latinos getting involved in the sport and, and and playing and so on? And what's their activity or response rate with the program and okay. so on? So I, I can only guess. Because I don't, I don't ask players uh, what their um, ethnicity, but you can That's see, good. you can see with naming conventions and, and everything. There's, yes. um, there is a lot of people from India, a lot of Indians, a lot of Southeast Asians who who like to play tennis. There is, yes. listen, in each city, there is more than enough African Americans that are, that are, are participating in the program, um, and when. Um, I run a national championship in Miami. Um, yes. and players, come in, players come in from all over the country for that. And I see the cross-section of the players coming in. So tennis, uh, y- you know, um, I guess there is maybe a general idea that it's maybe a more affluent sport, but it's, it's not yes. really. You need sneakers, a racket, and some balls. It's, um, so, um, and you need a, 
a, a town or a city that actually has enough viable good courts. Uh, uh, you know, not every city is keeping up the tennis courts uh, all that great. So you know, that, that matters. Yeah, that is true. And um, and the, the, the rackets are, you can go to Walmart and get a $10 racket. Or you can get a $250 racket <laughs> like this one, which actually I gave away some of them. But um, you did. Uh, but yes, I've been giving away my rackets and I'm going to be starting a program where I invite people to give me their own rackets. And then I go to these neighborhoods and I give to, I give tennis rackets away for free to these and balls. And in a sense, this, the parents come back to me and say, hey, you, now they are interested in, 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 um, in tennis, you know. But um, so maybe, I wanna... maybe I'm going to ship you a couple of rackets. Uh, I'm going to get your address and ship you a couple of rackets, okay? Yes, thank you. And I, I will let you know my address and that would be great. That would be great. Thank you so much. And um, a, co a couple more questions, three more. How did, you get, how did you get started with this? Because this is amazing. You are in all these cities. And you know that you have a lot of persons who have participated in tennis. The, the program is good. I mean, the, you know, we had COVID, which affected the program, but um, you're reaching a lot of people. Um, I've gotten persons to get to sign up for your program as well. I mean, how did you start, and how, what was how difficult was it, and what uh, were some of your challenges, and how were you able to, you know, have the kind of success you're having now? So um, there, there's twofold. Uh, one. Um, inherently I liked to compete and, yes. uh, and so, um, tennis was a, you know, after I, I, so I, I, I was a baseball then basketball and then tennis. Um, yeah. so, um, it was a, just a really good sport to get out, you know, and, and, and have a good time and, you know, shake the yeah. guys again and, and play to compete. So, um, also had an upbringing uh, or, or uh, you know, a technical background where I was in uh, software engineering. And um, so, um, you know, through, through a Boston program um, came the idea that what, what we were doing there, if I brought it to the internet, it, it had a, a potential chance to do something. So, yeah. so um, you know, the 17 years ago, uh, being a younger guy, he just went off and hustled and, and uh, tried uh -huh. to Tried to talk to everyone and and yes. uh, go to go to yes. all the locations, including all the tennis clubs, and say, "Hey, I, I got this great program. You know, if uh, if your players get into it, we're gonna, you know, we can get, you know, the tennis club court revenue, and uh, and and then we can get players out in the courts playing playing matches. So, um, you know, at that point in time, I guess you had uh, the opportunity where, um, you know, I was willing to put a lot of the extra work in, and it was. You know, in the early years, like any small business, uh, the beginning's hard. It's not. It's yeah. not easy. Who, who's going to join some some website and 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 they're telling you they're claiming that they're going to connect you and you can play tennis on it. And so, you know, also that would be two thousand four. So you know, a little bit. You know, our internet's been around by a while since that time, but it was still kind of like you don't. What what do you trust? Right. So, um. You know, the second year is when I went to open up Washington and D.C. Um, I had noticed some success in Boston to actually getting things together. Um, and so once again, being a younger gentleman with a lot of energy and, and uh, 
I went to Washington, D.C., and I went to Philadelphia, and, and a lot of the same things I did in Boston, I did there, and I did it multiple times. Uh, you yeah. know, I remember the first year, I, I, I probably flew into D.C. at least four times, and um, and then I, I definitely flew into Philadelphia a couple times, and, and so, yes. um, you know, what happens, you know, now you have 17 years later, um, there's a bit of credibility that's, that's been yes. there. There's a bit of longevity that if you look at the websites, you can see that it's an active community. So, Definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it was a lot of work and, you know, so, um, but, um, you know, now it's, it's. Did you start by yourself or did you have a team of people that you started with? Yeah. So in the, you know, 17 years, things have changed dramatically over the years. Yeah. When, when, when it was first started, there was uh there was actually a couple uh, people that were, that I'm still, you know, best friends with that were on board that were doing various aspects of it. Uh, you, you know, had hired uh, a couple people more local to, to do more local stuff and have always had a steady stream of different people helping with the website and everything. So um you know, in, in, in the end, uh, you, you know, as the years move on, a lot of people were paid off and, and, uh, and, and the business now is more streamlined. And um, so, yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, it's not a humongous uh, human intervention program, but uh, yes. it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't run by itself. So I'll tell you that much. Yes. And um, yeah, and you have all these, all the, places that you guys have to be managed and running and you have you have different people in these areas that you have um administering the games the, the programs and and the, the programs of ten, uh, of the tennis league so more often than not we have local players who love the program who want to help grow the program and so we we really uh work with a lot of these players to um to to help spread the word and, and grow the program that way. Um, you know, we don't really need administrators uh, who are going to run the various programs in the, in the various cities that can be done at the, the Boston uh, office. So um, yeah, we have a lot of people who really love this program who just, who, you know, have just been play playing for years and years and years. And they know if they get more people in the program, then they get more people to play. And yes. that's a win-win, yes. you know? That is true. That's true. And I know, um, and, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm one of those persons who got, I actually got somebody in the program who is more active than I am and, uh, who keeps, yeah. but, and he met very well, but, you know, and this is one of the beauties about this program, man, because, because I, I brought some person, when I heard about your program, I learned about people who wanted to play. So I, he registered for your program. He plays in all the tournaments. Who, so, uh, who is he? Who is uh, he? Um, his name is Alvin Tribble. Yes, and he plays in tennis Philly area there, African-American young gentleman. And well, I think how, do you, was, how, how do you spell his last name? Um, Tribble, T-R-I-B-B-L-E. Okay. Yes, he plays in the tour. He, he's, I think he's registered. I think he played in the last um, the last one that you had. He just played, actually, in the Flex League. Okay. But uh, uh, far, I think he played in the 3.0 or 2.74. Uh, did you have a 3.75 at one time? Yeah, so the three seventy five comes and goes based on how big the enrollment is. Yes, 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 and I played in the three point seven five last year, just one game, I think. So, but it was really good. So, um, but next question I wanted to ask you is, what was your motivation? And um, because you said you did, you played um various different sports, but you settled in tennis. And um, 
What, what's, your, what's your motivation? What inspired you? What moves you? I know you said you were young when you started, but how is this, you were 17 years in the making? What is it that drives you? What motivated you in the first place? And what to so other persons who might be so inspired by what you're doing? Um, let, us, let, the, let, let us into your, uh, your, your, uh, your motivation. So, you know, over the years, uh, there's, there's been a lot of people who have come back and, and written stories about their experience uh, in the program. And um, in some of these, some of these uh, stories are excellent, are unbelievable. You know, I, I remember back in the day, there was a gentleman who uh, basically lost 150 pounds uh, through the league. So he basically, uh-huh. uh, he basically used it as a means to really get himself in a lot better shape and, and shred off a lot of weight. So you, you, you have various people, a lot of people who have said that, that, you know, and a lot of people who said they've meet, they've met new friends and, and um, a lot of people who come back and said, you know, I found to love the sport again. I used to love it as a kid and I love it again. So, so, you know, in the end, um, I think one of the things going on in our society right now is we've had a, a definitely breakdown of community and um, yeah. in, 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 a, in a little bit of way, I think the, the various leagues become little communities. Um, yeah. and so um, that's what we need a lot more of moving forward. And so um, in the end, that's the main motivation, you know, being a small business owner, it's, it's great. Um, you know, the thing's big enough now that it's, you know, basically I, I, you know, I can, I can do, I can do it full time and it's fine. So, um, but you know, knowing that you're giving a lot of people, uh, a a release, an out of the competitive instincts, the, you know, meeting uh, new potential friends and like that, those, that's kind of the biggest thing. Wow. That is, you know, I, what you just said was quite powerful, man. You said there is a breakdown in community and the league provides that community. And you are so right. And mm-hmm. outlets and for people to come together and also an, 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 an opportunity for people to vent and so on and so forth. You know, but it's, this is really good. That was a very profound statement that you've made. It, bring, it really brings people together. Yeah. And I'll give you one example. Uh, the... Uh, LA players, uh, I I'm jealous of them because they 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 have a rain they have a rain day and they complain yeah. like oh it rained today I, I I'm like you understand what the rest of the country puts up with we put up with 45 degree days we put up with uh, you know heavy heavy winds and and, and actually uh-huh. every once in a while in LA they'll have heavy winds but um yeah. you know there there's a couple divisions in LA where like the average player will play like 14 or 15 matches in the season, the average player. So these people are meeting up at such a high level, such a, 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 you know, such a huge amount of times that, um, you know, they all know each other very, very well. And, you know, they all just spend longstanding friendships and and longstanding competitive relationships. So, um, you know, it's that's definitely the best place in, in this country to play tennis if you can deal with the traffic and you deal with the you know and go into the locations but um um yeah it's 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 and awesome you have a, and sorry and you do you have a junior program as well i know you have a the community but there's no junior program or any kind of pro, le, and people and what about lessons do you provide lessons and so on and so forth tennis so lessons I, for people with lessons i have a partner um the partner is mytennislessons.com yeah, okay. Andrew, 
Andrew Marcus over there is uh, is the um, the CEO of the business, and and his team is doing a tremendous job um, can, uh, getting players uh, connected with instructors. Um, I, I, you know, stay, stay out of lessons because of the fact it becomes too, too, um, people intensive and, and that's not the philosophy of the program. So, right. um, and what was the other question you asked? You asked what before that? Well, I'd ask, um, if you have a junior program, uh, uh, so a little bit of the same answer, um, with, with the juniors we've had over the years, had some, several inquiries, you know, why don't you get a juniors? Um, you know what? The junior's parents are not worth it. <laughs> yes. those, those, those parents are, are, you know, they're just, they're, they're very demanding. And, um, and, you know, uh, it's, it's not, it's just a program that uh, I've stated, you know, haven't decided to, dissolve, um, to um, dive into. Um, okay. I know here in Boston, um, the junior's program is, across most of Metro Boston is mostly non-existent. So, um, but, but it's, Boston's a hard place to, to play um, higher level tennis. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, it's just, it's not a, it's not a, a program that, that's, uh, that's the amount of work to put into it. It's not worth it, but anyone out there should try. Cause I, I know there, there is a market. Um, yes. Yeah. And so, you know, and in Philadelphia, you have a, you have, but in terms of competitions and so on, do you have junior competitions or, but what are, what are the competitions that you have? I know you have, a, in terms of the Flex League, I know you have 2.5 and what that is. Um, so like, uh, um, I'll look right now. In, in, in the, the last, the season that's currently running right now, there is yeah. uh, four levels. There's uh, five levels. Um, 30, 325, yes, 35, 40, and then 45, which the four fives, uh, a large portion of those are former college players. Okay, okay, all right, then that's good. And, um, um, and you have so once that's the summer league that starts July 20, guys, and then you have one that comes up after that. And that when did the summer league ends? So, so the summer league will, will, um, will end and then the fall league will start right away. So, um, and, and, and the idea is, um, you know, some, some players play the summer league, some people take it off and they just play the fall league. Um, the, the summer league is going to end September 11th. So kind of later, um, and the fall league is actually going to start a week earlier, um, September 6th. And, and, uh, the reasoning behind that is you always got to think about, the amount of cold weather or warm weather that's left at the end of the season. So, so um, usually uh, in Philadelphia, um, you have uh, more often not playable days in November. Um, but you know, as you as you start getting close to Thanksgiving, it's starting to get a little bit uh, you know pretty chilly. So, uh, so there's enough, make sure there's enough time to uh, to get the playoffs in. And uh, do you do you get, do you get any kind of uh, support from? Um, well, before I ask you that question. Do you have any players from from the from the league or from the from the network that um, plays on the uh, in the USCA or any other federation? Um, US oh, yeah, federation? oh yeah, you 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 have a lot of players who um, that uh, just can't play enough tennis. So they'll they'll, they'll <laughs> yeah. play they'll play five leagues, you know, and and, and yeah. you know the, this league is just one of the five leagues they play. So yeah. um, 
Yeah, each each location is different. Like I noticed in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, Charleston has a, um, a very uh, um, uh, uh, organized USTA program, meaning uh, USTA is, definitely dominates Charleston. And, and then uh, my program is a is a for a lot of those players that use it as a an outlet to play non non USTA match because a lot of them say their USTA their USTA matches is just too competitive and, and too too cutthroat so they they enjoy the uh the the more laid back environment of playing in uh in the, their local um tennis league network league and um what, what about the federal uh, do you get any support from the usca or the or the federation and from the usca so to speak so None. i'm sad to report that uh not for the sake of trying over the last 17 years there's been countless efforts to uh to try to work with the usta and and it it always just falls apart uh for for whatever reason uh they don't seem to be serious uh over there um you know and so um yeah it's it's um you know they they do a great they do a, a tremendous job with team tennis they do a tremendous job with the u.s open um i think they mean well with a lot of things they do um but you know, there's also, they've also, you know, over the years, there's been a lot of uh, sour relationships come from them, so. Yes, 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 and wow, and you know, I didn't really, my relationship in terms of competitive tennis started with um, tennis, with you guys, so, and many people are from, many people associate tennis with sometimes, in the communities here, with, if you don't play tennis, or if you have a lot of experience with tennis, or you're very green around the edges, you you know about USA, but mostly, a lot of people, a lot of my friends know about um no, but your program, tennis, um, tennis Philly, and so on, both in Philadelphia area. So, but the, um, I think the biggest difference between tennis Philly and USTA um, that has always been a key differentiator is that uh, my programs, uh, the the local programs that I run, they're all super easy to join. You don't have yes. to. You have to reach some some kind of qualification. You don't have to. You don't have to reach out to some captain. You don't have to try to beg yeah. yourself uh-huh. to get onto a team. Uh, you just basically. Um, well, we, we try not to, we try to discourage beginners from joining the league because, uh, that, yeah. that's not a good experience for, for, uh, usually both players, but, um, it's, you know, the 17 years ago, I knew, uh, one thing that it make the program easy to join. And so that, that's been, uh, something that's always stayed, uh, as a, a, a aspect of the business. You cut out the bureaucracy. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. cut out the bureaucracy. <laughs> and that is and you know and that is good that is good a lot of people don't like the bureaucracy and in terms of um in terms of but in terms of your funding um how how, how are you able to to survive having this this because this is this program is expensive i'm quite sure how do you get going how do you, you know, survive so you know doing run this thing for 17 years um you know have come to a point of realizing uh to keep expenses in line with what the business is and so uh sadly uh indifferent to our government you can't spend more than you make that's just the facts of it you know yes so um since day one this business has never ever taken a loan and uh has always worked on uh from the revenue coming in um from from the players and and uh, that's the way it's always going to be. It's just, uh, you know, you got to make sure that you're uh, um, running a uh, 
healthy, viable business that can su survive downturns and, um, yes. and, and it should be that. And I just have one or two more questions. And um, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you is, what is it that you, what is the plan for tennis, um, for, Philly, for, for, the, for the Tennis League Network and for Tennis Philly, for those who are in Tennis or Boston? What's, what's the vision what, for the next five or 10 years? Well, I think the, 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 fun, the fun vision to, uh, to add is, uh, and, and, and it would take some more human intervention to go ahead and do it, is to um, take the whole community idea to another level. And, uh, and I didn't really adopt it that this year, but the game plan moving forward, and, and, and it would probably be tried out in Boston and DC first, but um, to really start running um, a bunch of different um, kind of classes slash group meetups slash um you know like weekend like a, a saturday tournament where you have a, a bunch of people going to a certain location at a certain time and and playing a certain format so yeah. basically uh getting instead of just getting it to where two people are meeting up getting it to where 20 people are meeting up um, oh wow yeah, that's that's the that's the longer term uh, vision, but um, but you know there's uh, a couple of um, things that need to happen uh, at the home office before that can go ahead and and um, and start to implement. But to me, that's you know community. Like I, I'll go back to the, upon the statement again. I think our, our society needs a lot more community, and 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 uh, I think this program, uh, if implemented, has an opportunity to do that. That is, you are so right, you know, the, that's one of the things I love, I love about the program. The, it's, you talk about diversity because, you know, you have people from all ethnic, ethnicities, all races, all from different countries. Anybody can sign up for the program and um, from people from all walks of life. And, you, you know, when you come on the court, you don't, you know, all of that is through the door. It is through great individuals. And are you in New York as well? Yeah, yeah. So New York, New York City is uh, one of the, the largest uh, operations, just mainly because of the fact that uh, there's so many New Yorkers there who want to play tennis. So yeah, yes. so New York is uh, more mostly broken out to Manhattan and Brooklyn and Queens. So yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And um, I also played in Brooklyn. Sorry, in um, I, in Manhattan. But I wanted to find. I know they have some of the socials. They have a lot of these social, what you're referring to. I was a part of one where they, but they met at nine, at nine o'clock at night and went all night and they all gathered in this coliseum and played in different groups and had food. And it was just amazing. So I'm looking, I, I don't remember ever having it here in Philadelphia. I live in Philadelphia. Somebody invited me all the way to New York to get that done. But so I'm looking forward to that so that, you know. Hopefully you guys can you can start that. We'll see. We'll see if we can I can get get it implemented. But I guess we're going to get through this year first before before trying. And who are the current uh, leaders in the um in the in the groups in the in, in the league? But yeah, who are the so, current leaders? Yeah. On each of the on each of the websites, there is a um there's a P O T Y page. And what that page stands for is Players of the Year. Okay. Ah. And so these players uh, are, are, are obtaining points through uh, playing matches, wins and right. losses, and also um, getting points for referring people to the program. Um, it looks like currently in Philadelphia, you have uh, Benjamin Fadoski, who's clearly in first place. Uh, oh, yes, I, I, I saw that. 
so and so then the next two guys next three guys who are below him have obtained all those points just from match play so you know robert's gotten 253 points from just playing singles matches and playoff matches and, and everything so this this player of the year page usually it becomes a little competition within a competition um yes. because you, you know we, you know men like to compete and so uh yes. so so um yeah it, it's cute some sometimes how these play out like i'll look at los angeles right now so the the, the number one player in philadelphia has 379 points oh now, let's, that is let's, good Let's go to Los Angeles, and uh, yes. the number, number one player in Los Angeles has oh, actually not that much more. Uh, only has four hundred and fifty nine points. So that that's actually very surprising that the uh, top player only is only like eighty points more. So yes. actually, that, that means Philadelphia is you know doing very very well. That's good. And what about the um any other? But the others are probably way ahead. What about Boston? How 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 do how, what's the play of the year points? I so I. <laughs> I, I love my Boston community. These, it's, I, I've played, I've played so many of the players and, and everyone is just awesome. Just like, just such good people. Um, the, um, you know, the ones that are the ones the, the people that are, are troublemakers, they tend not to stick around, which, ah. which is, which is great because, you know, um, if if you can get if you can weed out the um, the rotten apples as I say, um, you're yeah. going to be left with a with a stronger tree. Um, <laughs> so, um, and and actually, if I'm looking at the top six in Philadelphia, uh, excuse me, in Boston, I've only played two of the top six. So uh, so that's that's you know like the the community is so healthy that uh, yeah. there's a lot of players that I don't cross paths with, um, yes. which, which is pretty impressive. Ah, that's this is this is good. This is good. So great. So even across cities, you have um, you can you have competition people competing, or you can you can compete in terms of who has the most points. Hopefully, after after this show, um, a lot more people in Philadelphia will start um playing even much more matches so that we can outdo LA and Boston. <laughs> Definitely try to try to play as much as possible before the the dreaded winter comes again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, it was, such a, it was a pleasure talking with you. And um, you are doing such an amazing work developing tennis. And, um, and, uh, um, and it seemed to be paying off a lot. Thank you. I, I, it's, it's very kind. It, it, it's, uh, it is a labor of love. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, do, I do love to uh, service this product, provide this product, uh, have, you know, like I said, some of the players write the nicest things. Um, yes. You know, um, yeah, it's a it's 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 a nice program, and I, I very much appreciate the interview. Thank you very much. It was uh, definitely. Yeah. And, um, by the way, the U.S. Open is coming up. Um, any ideas about what's going to happen for the U.S. Open? Well, uh, there'll be a lot of people that attend, and a lot of tennis played. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, we'll see I, if Djokovic. Go ahead. Djokovic won't be there. <laughs> but. Um, it, I'll 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 reserve comment on that one. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, do you think um, what is your, what are your predictions? I mean, in terms of do we have much of Americans that's going to be participating in this year U.S. Open? And uh, we didn't do very too well. Uh, we're not we didn't do too well uh, in um, in Wimbledon. What about for the U.S. Open? 
Yeah, well, I mean, we we have a couple of ladies who are always uh, always towards the the top ten, and and uh, yeah, you know, and and it's um, they're always our greatest hope to uh, to get us see you know close to the you know, winning the finals. Sadly, the men are nowhere to be found, um, but um, you know, in the end, it's going to be great tennis and and uh, and probably a wild time. It's not a it's not a crowd or not a scene I like to be in, but uh, but I'll watch it. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely, but um, I, I'm in Philadelphia, you're in Boston. One of these days we'll, we'll, we'll be able to play. To, I hope we get a start to hit, or hit together. Let me know when you are down this side. I, I, I don't go to Philadelphia often, but I do go to, I, I do go to DC still. Uh, often. Okay. And, um, and uh, you know, maybe one, one year you'll actually qualify for the national tournament and you'll, you'll join yes. me in Miami. And uh okay. So it's it's at the same location as the um, where the Miami Open used to run. They used to run the Miami Open at the Cranon Park Tennis Center, and so yes. my tournament is at Cranon Park Tennis Center, um, and and it's it's an absolutely gorgeous location. Uh, oh, where is that? Uh, what's that? Where is that? Where in, it's in Miami. You say it's 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 in Key Biscayne. So it's uh it's uh, basically across the bridge from from uh, mid Miami, and. Um, yes. So uh, yeah, so this this year will be the the twelfth annual um, national tournament run there, and uh, last year by the tennis league, all the leagues the come together. League. Yeah, last year we had 90, 92 players to attend, and this year uh, opportunities for ninety five to attend, and, and uh, probably will hit it. I mean, people flying from all over the country for it. Oh wow, wow. Okay, okay, guys. For those of us who are hearing and said now. And anyone can come to the ground and watch the tournament. Yeah, um, but, okay. but have, have perspective. It's um, the, 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 the facility is large and uh, us 100 players, we, we are dwarfed by the facility. It, it's cute. It's like, yes, yes, um, yes. But, you know, we, we, we do play matches on center stage and um, on, excuse me, center court. And uh, there'll yeah. be 20 to 25 people in the stands for a, for a 2,000 person stand. So, um but the players who play those matches will never forget that experience. It's yes. just, it's, and, it's, and remind yeah. us again when it's going to be um, this year. Yeah. So it's always, um, it's lately last several years, it's, it's the first weekend in December. So okay. uh, this year it's going to be December 2nd to the 4th. Um, okay. That time of year, Miami's weather is beautiful. It's like, beautiful, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's past, past the rainy season. So typically don't have to worry about the rains. Uh, you will have humid days where people melt down, um, but um, it's not always humid. So, um, um, yes. you know, and, and the sun is, is still pretty direct. So uh, uh, us northern boys, we, um, we, we might, we get affected by it a little bit more. But, uh, yeah. you know, you just got to go there and I, shape. You just got to go there and I, shape. You do that. Just go and shape. Yeah, right. You're right. And uh, I was, of course, I'm in D.C. I go to school in D.C. as well. Live in Philly, go to school in D.C. as well. You know, I'm in New York sometimes, but I'm also in Florida sometimes. So I'm, I'm really, right. I, I just don't go as far. I don't go to Boston, which I guess I need to add that to my arsenal, one of my cities that I that I you, that I you, come, you come to Boston, bring your rackets, and we'll play. Okay, I, you know what, my narrator. I told you that one of my, the narrator for my book, Neoliberalism, lives in Boston, and um, okay. I, I'm supposed to be doing something with him soon. So I'll definitely let you know when I'm coming up to Boston. Wonderful. But you, you have any last. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, just make sure you come before uh, 
before uh, some, you know, early October is about the latest you can come and we can be bearable to play outside. Oh, because it's all oh, the snow and the, oh, yeah, the, and the not, weather. It's not snow at that point in time. It's just, it's, you know, it, it's just chillier. Yes, yes. Okay, nice, nice. Well, thank you so much. And um, you have been such a great a treat, a guest, a great, awesome person on the show. You, I reached out to you and you decided, yes, I can do this. I'm so happy. This is a great program. I like to talk, expose positive community stuff that's happening so that others can be aware of it and participate. So thank you so much. I hopefully I get a chance to talk with you some more soon. And one of the, one of these days I can have you back on the show. I wanted to think we want to do as well, probably go maybe, maybe in December, come down in December and, and um, hopefully maybe I could come down in December and maybe, uh, and um, cover some, do some coverage, do some coverage for the podcast. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I always uh, like people to come in and, and uh, you always have uh, a bunch of people who take a bunch of videos and a bunch of pictures and capture the stories. So, because uh, there's a lot of great stories there, you know. Uh, a couple of years ago, Bob Clark came in, 65-year-old uh, gentleman from Hampton Roads, and um, he made it to the finals of, of, of yeah. the three-two-five. And and um, you know, he's a 65-year-old and he was competing with the kids and he was beating the kids. And yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, I, I I've seen. Uh, I've seen a lot of, a lot of, a lot of really, well, first of all, a lot of great people go to that tournament and, uh, and a lot of cool things have happened over the years. Oh, wow. Wow. That's great. That's a good story to end with. That's a good way to end. 65 year old Bob comes in and dominates the young people. So actually, Bob, Bob, uh, reached out to me about a month ago and he says, Hey, how do I get back to the Miami tournament? And I told him, I said, well, you got to get 25 matches in this year. So I, I know he's been, I know he's been working towards playing 25 matches. So. All right. And that's what I need to do. Okay. I will play for, I, I need to get on board. I need to start playing some matches then. Uh, I, I, my, my goal is to get there. So I, I plan to do so starting cool. as soon as possible. Get me um Sorry, get your mailing get me your mailing address and and uh, uh a couple of the I, I have some spare rockets in the house that I'll send them out to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So uh I appreciate you and I hope you yeah. have it. And I'm gonna text you my email my email address and uh, so that you have it and uh, and my home address and so on and so forth where you can send me my send me those rackets. Thank you so much. And for those of us who are listening to the Nilubo Around podcast. Thank you so much. And um, this show is going to be available via Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, the Alexa app, Anchor, and um, Radio Public if you're not in the U.S. And uh, it's uh, thenealliberal.com, which is my website, and rednaldocmckenzie.com. Remember, the Neoliberal Corporation, we are all about serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. And what is communication? Communication is to make popular what was the monopoly. And that's our aim. And I hope that we have achieved that today by sharing Tennis League Tennis and this amazing gentleman with you, Steve Shagnon. Okay? Thank you. It was a, a pleasure to talk with you. Yeah, man. Walk good. Take oh. care. God, God bless. God bless you and peace. Yeah.